Hello, everyone. Welcome uh, to the Carolina Weather Group. We have with us astronomy expert, Tony Rice. He's a friend of the show. And uh, Tony, some uh, buzz going around that there is a comet that we can see over the next few days. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so its official name is uh, C2020F3. They get really, uh, really sexy names, the official names do. That's but very catchy. Were, there you go. You can always tell when they were discovered based on that number in there. So it was discovered in uh, March of 2020, but you're going to hear it get referred to as NEOWISE. And NEOWISE is a NASA mission that, uh, it's the WISE mission that is a uh, space telescope, basically, that's been repurposed. We, we like to extend missions at NASA and get as much out of them as possible, but it's been repurposed to look at near-Earth objects. And that's what this is. It's a comet that has passed in from beneath the plane of the solar system. Uh, it's passed about the distance of Mercury to the sun, uh, did that over the weekend, survived that. We never know if these comets are going to survive or not. Uh, they're you're ba basically big, dirty snowballs. And uh, when you see a comet's tail and you see that bright comma that uh, surrounds the nucleus of the comet, what you're seeing is outgassing of uh, carbon dioxide, water, dust, all sorts of things. That can also cause them to break up. So really, really exciting. Uh, over the weekend, it, it expanded a little bit. The tail got a little bit longer. Uh, and it brightened up to the point where it is actually naked eye visible. Now, I don't like to make a big deal about comets just because they're so unpredictable. Um, there was a, an astronomer once that uh, said that comets are very much like cats. They both have tails, and they do exactly what they want. And that's what happens here. We had one that we were getting excited about back in April. Uh, name of it escapes me, but um, uh, it broke up. It broke up into four or five pieces just as it was starting to get bright. That's not happening with Comet Neowise. So the best advice to be able to see Comet Neowise, this week, it's a morning comet. It's going to be visible before sunrise. Uh, so here in the Carolinas, uh, around 4 a.m. is the time to start looking. 4, 4.15, something like that. That's about when it rises. Uh, by about 5 a.m., we're talking, you know, starting two hours before sunrise and ending about an hour before sunrise. Once that sky starts brightening up, you're really going to lose the opportunity to see it. It's about a magnitude two, which if you're familiar with the Big Dipper, those uh, stars on outside edge of the Dipper, those are about a magnitude two as well. You really start losing those once the sun starts coming up. So your best opportunity to see it is between like four and five in the morning. You look to the north, northeast. And once that sun starts coming up and you start seeing the sky brightening a little bit, uh, you're out of business. You're not going to be able to see it anymore. So the comet visible Thursday morning, uh, what about Friday morning? Um, here in central North Carolina, I was just looking at the, um, uh, the cloud forecast, and I actually use a product from Environment Canada that does a real nice job with uh, uh, both moisture content in the atmosphere as well as doing a forecast on what the clouds might look like. So... Uh, four to five, we're looking at a, a little bit of uh, cloud cover there. It's predicting about 50%. The, the money area of the sky is going to be that north northeast horizon. So if we're clear there, we're probably going to be okay. It looks like tomorrow morning will be a good shot to see it. I'm thinking about getting up a little bit early on Friday morning and driving out. I'm in Cary, which is uh, uh, southwest of Raleigh. So I'm going to be looking right. If I stay home, I'm going to be looking right over Raleigh and that light dome that's created by all that light pollution. So I'm thinking Friday morning, I'm gonna set the alarm for, 
uh, let's say 3, 3.30, something like that, hop in the car, head around the Beltline, and go out to the northeastern part of Wake County, where I'm not going to be looking so much there. The clearer your horizon, the clearer your north-northeastern horizon is, the better chance you're going to see this comet, because it's going to be pretty low. So assuming that there are no clouds in the way, how much longer are we going to be able to see this? Is it just next week in the mornings, or will this become an evening type thing as well? You have a cat, go ask your cat what he's going to do tomorrow. Love and that's really what it comes down to. We don't know. Um, it, this one's weird. It should be getting a little bit dimmer because it, it reached that point where it was the closest to the sun around Friday of last week. It's gotten just a little bit brighter since then. So that's a good sign that uh, we might hang on to it for a little bit. If it, um, if it holds together, if it doesn't break apart, uh, by early next week, it will actually be visible in the evening. So we're talking like 10 o'clock. Um, it will be uh, going down in the sky, so it'll be closer to the rise the later it gets. But uh, we may have some opportunities next week. But this is the kind of thing you don't want to, if you want to see a, a comet with your naked eye, and we haven't had this opportunity since like the mid-1990s, uh, and to go back to the really, really good ones, we're talking a lot farther than that. You don't want to sleep on this one. If you are interested in seeing something like this, you know, go ahead and set the alarm. Give it a shot tomorrow morning. Uh, take a look at your, your cloud forecast. Like I say here in Central North Carolina, uh, Friday morning's looking pretty good. Um, and maybe we'll get lucky and it'll be available in the evening next week too. Well, Tony, you keep you, you keep talking about how com this comet will break up. Um, oh, I've always wondered. You know, we got Haley's comet, the Hale Bop, and you know, all these other comets that come around once every once a lifetime, right? And then some of these other ones that come around a little more frequently. How is it that they can hold together for so long when they near stars? And you would assume that at some point they would break up and just be finished. But how do they keep coming around every, you know, so often every several decades or so? Yeah, those are real rarities. And, and those are, are really the ones that deserve the title of great comet. Uh, I had a meteorologist uh, email me this afternoon and say, is it okay to call this the great comet of 2020? I said, no, I wouldn't, wouldn't use that word. Uh, great is reserved for those comets, like you say, that, that either last a long time in the sky. Hale-Bopp lasted for months. It was able to be seen for months. And you go back to uh, the 1800s, there's a couple comets there that were able to be seen uh, you know, nearly as long and much, much brighter. Those are our rarities. And those are, are going to be – comets and asteroids are really kind of the same thing. Uh, the best explanation I've seen for, for how these things – differ is asteroids are big snowy dirt balls and comets are big dirty snowballs. There's more ice um, and by ice I mean either water ice or um, carbon dioxide ice or even some other elements in there as well. Uh, it, it all depends on, on how much outgassing occurs. How much of that ice is boiling off, is vaporizing off. That's what is making that tail and the dust that goes along with it. Uh, if it gets close enough to the sun, uh, it, it can cause that outgassing to increase pressures inside. Uh, it might build up and might break it apart. So those great comments that you're referring to that, that keep coming back uh, period after period, those are, are going to be a, a lot bigger, a lot sturdier, and, and perhaps a lot of that gas is burned off. Right. So no um, apocalyptic COVID comet 2020. None of that. Yeah, none of that. 
Well, it is 2020 after all, so you never can tell. But Tony uh, is going to be getting up early in the morning. So if you want to check this out, we recommend you getting up early in the morning as well. And for our photographer friends, if you get any cool pictures you want to send our way, you can always tweet them to us at Carolina WX Group. I'm sure Tony would appreciate that too if you tweeted them to him. Tony, you want to give your Twitter account out? Yeah, so I'm RTP Hokie, R-T-P-H-O-K-I-E. I, I wear my location and my uh, my alma mater on my sleeve. All right, well, check it out. Let us know if you see this uh, really cool experience uh, that's going to be floating through the sky over the next few nights.